Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 296. I'm your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is the wonderful author and coach, CJ Hathaway. We had a wonderful time having her in studio. Oh my goodness, how great is it to have people in studios? And now it is just kind of a full blown all the way around for Arizona. So we're just kind of leading the charge by giving you guys content. As you know, we probably had a week last week where we didn't post anything. Thing, but I'm very happy to say we're back on track. We just needed that week. There was a lot of life changes. I actually had a new job offer come through and I am now working um, from home and we are also kind of working our schedules out through there. So a lot of things going on behind the scenes, but we're still trying to provide you guys the content. We just needed a week. So there we go. We're back on track. Here we go again, uh, giving you the content that you need. So we hope that you guys go to uh, CJ's book and to her pages and her website at it's all linked below. Uh, on, you can go to our website and go to FindingArizonaPodcast.com to go check out every single episode of our podcast that's available on the website. And then on top of that, if you don't mind, go check out two things. One is a blog. The other is a newsletter. The newsletter is going to give you more of the official side of things going on with us. The blog is going to give you the personal side of both Brittany and I. We are having a lot of life changes. Little guys growing up so fast. I'm so excited and I can't wait for everyone to see him. If you want to see him, you can go check out our vlogs over on the YouTube page. And then on top of everything else, we have a place for you guys to go become super fan bonus content over at uh, patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast. And that will be changing soon. We're actually going to be working on um, getting it all underneath the Apple umbrella and getting you um, a nice paywall that's easy and accessible to you guys. And you can uh, feed at your heart's content behind uh, a nice little paywall if you want to become super fans so that being said we're moving on and to my favorite part of the intro which is the community cork board if you have something that you want to shout out or if you just want to send us a line tell us what you like around um you know just the the stuff that we're making uh finding arizona podcast at gmail.com and then if you want to shout something out we will do so like the following there is a Tempe record swap meet going down today. That is Saturday, uh, July 24th from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. over at the Dave and Busters in Tempe. You know where that is. That's the Tempe marketplace. There's going to be like 20 vendors. There's going to be ATM on site. So if you are a music collector, go check it out. I encourage you guys to go do so. Next up we have, which is the Sippin' sip and shop with live performance over at the native art market and that is taking place today from 11 a.m to 3 p.m saturday july 24th and i believe they're going to be doing that multiple times but don't quote me on it go check it out for yourselves and that is taking place again at the native american art um, market and that is over at 7215 east main street in scottsdale there are going to be live performances. You can actually sip wine. Uh, you can enjoy yourself out there. And uh, it's a, lo a lovely little event with uh, over over a, a, a nice amount of Native American artisans. I think it's over 300 families. So I encourage you guys to go check it, support local. Uh, that concludes our community court board and my favorite part of the intro. So we hope that you guys are staying with us and will continue to stay with us with every episode. This is episode number 290. I had so much fun with CJ. CJ, I hope that you enjoy this episode. We will all catch you on the next episode. Peace, love, and belly rubs. All right, let's just get
get started. Uh-huh. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Finding Arizona podcast. As always, we bring in someone very special every week, and today's no different. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have this young miss uh, give herself a very wonderful introduction because I cannot do it any better, but I would just like to say thank you for coming in first, CJ. I really do appreciate it. So welcome, and go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm CJ Hathaway. I am a licensed associate marriage and family therapist, as well as a nutrition and personal trainer coach. But more importantly, I am the author of the book, Don't Hold Their Poop, a small book about cleaning up life's big messes. Yes. And we are happy to have you and we're happy to talk about the book. But before we get into it, I'm going to ask you a couple of things right off the bat. One is the question that we've kind of asked everyone for a while now is, can you give us a little bit of how uh, COVID and how that time period went for you and how life is changing now into the norm, how that is going for you? So that's actually an interesting question because this book started four or five years ago. Yeah. And then COVID hit and and thankfully... Um, I was in a position to continue my career. Um, the funny thing though, is we all worked from home. And so I had this added time on my hands. Yeah. And so being, uh, that I had this book in my back pocket, I ended up finishing it. That's awesome. So this is actually a success of COVID-19. Yes. Um, I worked with my illustrator, Brenna Lundy, during that time, and we just kind of cranked through the last portions of it. And so it wasn't until January that we um, had it finalized and printed and shipped over from the printing company. But uh, since then, I've really recognized that I really enjoyed some of the freedoms I had during COVID, being able to self-care more yeah. go on walks yeah. and engage with my husband because he are, had already worked from home yeah and so now i'm in this position of actually transitioning into that full-time that's awesome my business I mean, and my, my yeah writing i just the reason why i asked this question in particular for myself is just because of some of the great opportunities that we like to show as part of kind of like a dark cloud that has all of us in that kind of funk. And that really does show kind of opportunity and the kind of silver lining method that I like to live by. Like just, you know, even through hardship, there is something positive in there somewhere. Yeah. I think that COVID was a time for a lot of people to find their voice, find what makes them passionate. Mm -hmm. I feel like obviously there was a lot of people who struggled yeah. But I hope that people can take that time and find, like you said, the silver lining and like, why, why did I get, why was I here during this time? Yeah. What was I supposed to learn from this situation? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that's something that we're all kind of questioning and kind of coming to grips with that answer as mm-hmm. everything has started to change and shift and kind of go revert back to that normal status um, for you. What are some of the things that you like to, like, what do you think you're going to keep in your kind of everyday routine from that change? Mm -hmm. So at the time, so as a clinician, I've been practicing for since 2010, but I had to take some time off just because of some self-care stuff. And I went into corporate world, was in a sales position, did really well. I really enjoyed it. Um, And so during COVID, I was still hustle and bustle, (laughs) making phone calls, doing all these things. And, um, you know, 
I have a life coaching practice as a clinician. I transitioned into life coaching, transitioned into mindset coaching, relationship coaching. Yeah. And during COVID, that actually increased. Oh, awesome. And, right. And so it really sparked my, my, I say my want, but also I feel like it's a gift to want to help people. Yeah, absolutely. And, right. And so I ended up um, getting more clients and more clients. And now it's built itself to this beast yeah. that I'm now leaving corporate America. <laughs> and it's 99% of the time online um, through Zoom, which people actually prefer because they can be in their jammies yeah. having this hard conversation with me and I can still be present with them. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm trans transitioning into that, but also taking things, like I said, like right now it's too hot. But even then, my husband and I live down the street from this great deli, F1 Fuel and food on 12th street and Dunlap. Nice. Shout out. Nice. <laughs> shout out. They're the best people. We walk and get sandwiches during lunch. Oh, or awesome. I live off of um, Phoenix Mountain Preserves. Yeah. So going in just hiking during the day when it's cooler and just taking that time to disconnect from yeah. whatever it is I'm working Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And so that's one of the biggest things that I'm taking from that's COVID. wonderful and camping a lot apparently <laughs> life changes right yes, yeah life changes. <laughs> um, that's one of the things that too is like it's incredible like if I could just kind of throw my own stuff mm -hmm. like my wife and I um, like to go on walks with our son and because the canal's right here on this side of, and and we just in the mornings with the dog you know it's um, not only a chance for the dog to get outside but it's also a chance for like a family walk a kind of um, a calm period and from our experience too, it's like it changes our mood no matter what mm -hmm. what what is going on. We could be, you know, having a hard day or if it's an easy day, you know, it's just it really does make you reflect and it really does give you a chance to kind of mm -hmm. breathe in some fresh air and yeah. just, you know, get you get it's your mind out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well that's funny you bring that up because we started riding our bikes on the canal down to Oso during COVID because nice. you can eat, you can get food. Yeah. And just kind of eat on the canal or they have actually some benches and nice. so we started doing that during covid and now we do it all the time that's Almost. awesome it's 45 minutes it's a good hike but that's... it's like there's a cheeseburger at the, the end of that and finish so... line yeah exactly <laughs> maybe a beer yeah, maybe, maybe. I, you know what it's really fun to that someone as yourself who is a practitioner you know i've seen your i've saw the Instagram as I was doing some research, but it's like, yes, you're a very active person as well. Mm -hmm. So you, you know, that's kind of fun that I can hear that you encourage that kind mm -hmm. of activity and some fun in the middle of it exactly. too, as well. Um, that makes me happy because that's what <laughs> I would you. like to do. Um, <laughs> here's my other thing too. Um, I would like to also ask you this question and, and this is what was part of our before and now it's like inclusive but it's all around just kind of the purpose of our podcast is can you give us a little bit of the origin story of just kind of not only you know the book but kind of the the aha moment of like mm -hmm. i can do this this book is going to get finished sort mm -hmm. of thing so um as a clinician i was i specialize in working with teenagers and young adults okay my specialty is in uh trauma eating disorders and body image and so i ran an intensive outpatient program for teens yeah um when you work with that population you have to be creative you have to be quick yeah you have to be kind of a jerk and because <laughs> nice. you they don't want to be there yeah they're made to be there so yeah. make it fun for them say stuff that's for going sure. to like get their attention because yeah. if i'm just reading from a book 
they're they're, they're done, right? Yeah. So I have a group that I ran, and um, one of the girls, you know, always come in and we talk about our day, and she's she's really upset because someone had said something about her appearance, and obviously this is an eating disorder program, yeah, so of that course. can be detrimental yeah. to them. And at this point, you have to understand that it was you know five six p.m. in the evening because this is an after school program. Sure. And so this happened in the morning and she's talking, she's talking, talking. And this thought pops into my head because oftentimes I would just say off the wall stuff. And I said, (laughs) so let me ask you a question. If that person handed you their poop, would you carry it around with you all day? And of course she's like talking to it and then, you know, she stops talking and looks at me like, are you crazy? Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 for real. So (laughs) would you literally let them hand it to you, hold it in your hands? It would stink. You'd probably feel kind of gross. Yeah. Everyone around you would know something was weird. Maybe even pick up on it. Right. Because you're holding this poop throughout the day. Everything you interacted with would have the poop kind of left. Maybe leave a little bit on there. Yeah. She's like, no, of course I wouldn't do that. I said, well, why are you bringing it into this group? Exactly. You know, and so we started this conversation about emotional projection, mm-hmm. um, understanding when someone says something to you, treats you in any way, yells at you, you know, whatever it is, that is their stuff. That's their poop. Yeah. And in that moment, you have a decision to hold on to it and allow it to affect you or you set a boundary and you separate. And so nice. that was something we used to say, like, yeah. they take that's not your poop. Don't hold their poop. Like it was a little group thing. Exactly. All good. Didn't think anything of it because we had a lot of group things. <laughs> So I'm in a family session with a pretty um, well-known uh, family. Yeah. And um, very successful father. And in the middle of my session, he goes, that's not my poop. That's your poop. And I was like, that was the aha moment. Nice. I was like, hold the phone. We're on to something. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I love that story. That yes. is so awesome. Yes. Because so. that would be my first aha moment. It's the, the inclination, like as soon as another adult or someone of a stature, uh, you know, whatever it may be, um, it could be someone of like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But as soon as someone repeats it or kind of replicates it or even is talking about it in a certain way, that's like an the universe saying exactly. something to you. <laughs> like... Pay attention. Pay attention. I got this. <laughs> From there, where was that? Like, what was that first step? Was it talking to your husband? Was it like maybe asking your group? Like, is it okay to if I use this for a book? Like, what was what was that first step? So I actually, as I mentioned, I had taken some time, not long after that. Okay. Away from the field. Sure. And my uh, sales position, I drove a lot, and when I yeah. drove i just had all of these thoughts it's actually my best time of thinking awesome and that's when the idea of writing the book nice. started and i would be on these long trips to tucson or flagstaff and i would just dictate in my phone yeah and i would just have ideas and then i started you know i had a notebook and i would just write 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 yeah and i did that for a good amount of time and then i just stopped <laughs> and that is some yeah that's life and it it hits you hard sometimes too because it's like that stop is like could be the writer's block that you did not want (laughs) exactly it was it was an unintended you know yeah exactly just life kind of got in the way and it sat and i would look at that notebook and it just sat there and just sat there and i knew it was in there yeah and it was so close to being done because it's not a long book was there something that pulled that trigger to open the book again 
COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. There. Honestly, I was like, what am I doing? I have it's this there. time. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, let's do it. And We're not making bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was it? I was, however, making TikToks. Let's get one thing straight. Yes. That was the, the, but that's, that's, that was you setting the foundation to something else like bigger. Exactly. So there you go. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, wow, what a, what an overall, like, if I were in your shoes, I would totally follow those same steps and kind of like lead myself. And here's my thing. I just, it makes me feel good because I can connect with you in that same level of like, oh, that's the steps that I would take. But also as someone who I always find therapists and people who who like to treat the world like, you know, therapy and things like that. I always find them to me, they're emotionally stronger, emotionally more intelligent than I am. So I always kind of admire that and be able to see um, themselves to see myself in someone else's mm-hmm. position in that if I were to follow the same steps, it just feels good because you sound like someone who's on the right track, sort Thank of you. speak. So. And, and I'll say that wasn't always true for me. And mm-hmm. so there was definitely a part of my story that I wasn't taking care of myself and yeah. I wasn't checking in emotionally. And that's where that change came in regards to careers. And that was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, That's a part of this process too, because Absolutely. if I didn't, have this um, self-awareness and obviously just cleaning out some of my own poop, if mm-hmm. you're referencing the yeah. book, um, I would have never thought that I could do it. And so yeah. my journey of becoming the person I am today and becoming this author has to do with gaining emotional intelligence, yeah. understanding to check in with myself and really just cleaning out the the thoughts and things in my head that limited me yeah. before. So one of the questions that I like to ask authors mm-hmm. and just kind of, for myself being a self editor in the podcasts and things that we do here for the content that we create, how was it hard? How, how hard was it for you to like edit this and start to like really make it into something that people will use and something that people will read because you can write as much as you want and create as much as you want. It's that editorial part that a lot of people forget (laughs) oh yeah it's it's a lot but you know what i started with is um some acronyms and so i based like i started all these i wanted everything to be very like poop related it's almost in your face but that's the whole point yeah and so i started just creating ideas around that and then built the book from there so that was more the creative process Putting it all together, um, I was so thankful. So number one, I had a self-publishing coach, Janine Hernandez. Shout out, Janine! Yes! <laughs> I don't know if she sent you our way. No. She had. She no, did it. No. That's yeah. Oh my gosh! So the next time you see Janine, you better I'll tell her. Yes, we'll have to take a picture because mm-hmm. we we get to rub it in her face saying. You had this gem in front of you and you didn't send it to us? <laughs> she put me on her podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's saving me. Oh I'm my gosh, Janine. <laughs> but it, yeah. Yes, so I was she's fantastic. Her. Yes. She walked me through the process of self publishing, but also just talking about the universe. My friend Brenna, who I worked with at the basically my sales job was in digital marketing. So yeah. a lot of graphic designers, people that I worked with. Thanks. We just hit it off. And she'd call me about um, some contracting. She knew I had my life coaching practice. So we were just talking about contracts and stuff. Yeah. Not that I'm an attorney, but just kind of how I do things. And I said, wait a minute. 
you're a graphic designer, right? She's like, yeah. I go, hey, I'm writing this book. You want to look at it? Maybe do some images for me? I said, yeah. it's not going to be a ton. She said, sure. She saved my life. Like, <laughs> She took on the graphics. We had an editor and Carrie, but she helped just guide me in organizing it too. Nice. And so big shout out to her. She is going to school now to be a paralegal and I'm really excited for her awesome. future. Um, hopefully one day I can just send her a huge fat royalty check. <laughs> ah, man. I just, you know, that's the kind of stuff that like, it does feel encouraging that like you're in the midst of COVID and like, I still bring this up because I'm living this life of like living. I'm a, stay at home dad and i'm mm -hmm. here with the long, young guy and mm -hmm. um i go out every so often but it's like it's still weird for me because i don't get out as much so i'm just like still kind of processing everything yeah. but at the same time it's like i just find it very fascinating being that i am someone who just takes in stories just helps people really um facilitates whoever wants to be coming in here but it's just really fascinating to me what came out mm -hmm. and what was created, who helped one another, like who came together. And to me, I always find that enjoyable because we're about a community. Mm -hmm. This whole podcast was about bringing a community stronger together. And that's one thing that I keep hearing out there from all the entrepreneurs and all the business owners is that this particular community in Phoenix is very good at helping one another and staying, sticking together and strong um, smaller pockets, whether that's in different groups or whatnot. But for you, what have you learned, especially being someone in the health business mm -hmm. and in clinicals and doing all of these different, uh, different little aspects groups from your experience, what have you kind of felt being here in the local Phoenix area? Well, first and foremost, I recognize how grateful I am to have the friends that I have awesome. because they are very, they're more, um, community focused and have a, a strong um, partnership, not partnership, but just a presence in the community. Mm -hmm. And so I've been really thankful yeah. for them because through them, people are wanting to help. You know, they want to at least it's crazy because, you know, people I went to high school with, even junior high. Yeah have bought my book that's and it's awesome just, right and it makes you feel so good that people i haven't talked to in a long time are just like i want to support you yeah and it makes me you know i try to support people as well and i feel like it's obviously you, you attract those people to you and um the community has been great uh even uh, <laughs> i had called in to beth and friends to tell her because they were asking about um like something positive that happened. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just published my first book and they put it on the air and people bought the book from that. You know, it's just, nice. It's at first I was nervous. It's a very vulnerable thing. Absolutely. It's your brain on in. Yeah. With a poop emoji on it. <laughs> but at the same time, it's your child. Like it's mm -hmm. one of your first creations that mm -hmm. you're putting out there for people to judge, yes. people to use, people mm -hmm. to find significant. It's like all of these mm -hmm. things you're putting out on the line. And and as a creative, first off, it's like I, I'm endeared to you because mm -hmm. it is tough to put that stuff out there. And to every creative out there, I always say kudos. Just mm -hmm. keep doing it, whatever it is dream the biggest dream because someone out there is willing to buy it and someone out there 
will always be there to support you Absolutely. because I just like I've seen stuff. I've seen people come in here with like kooky ideas, fantastic, brilliant ideas that like I don't think would work, but somehow they may create right. into <laughs> imagination world land. And then it comes out. I'm like, you beat me. I'm that pie <laughs> on my face. You won and all of these things. But it's like at the end of the day, I'm just so happy to be able to you know, just tell these stories, have these stories come in and, and really just show off the individuals behind them because that to me is, um, I think it's worthwhile. I think mm -hmm. someone would be very interested. Yeah, and uh, Changing Hands, I have a couple copies there. Nice, yes. very cool. Um, the County Seat, which is up in Prescott, I have nice. 10 copies there. Um, my, You know, just people who, who can help. Yeah. will offer to help then other people turn us down and that's fine i i'm a complete believer and like that's not where we're supposed to be because yeah. you get the nose just like everyone yeah, else exactly and so the community has been great um awesome more just like my my closer um closer knit community just really being supportive and and helping get the word out that's wonderful yeah. i love that i love hearing that and to me that i think that is just the way that it should be like you are someone I think enjoys the grassroots process mm -hmm. and just really can take and uh, appreciate those who really want to read this and enjoy and really find it that they can use it in their everyday life. And just like, man, just to hear you say you used it to kind of <laughs> go through your little, your little accomplishment mm -hmm. and like that moment. I mean, Hey, like if you, the own, like the person who wrote it is mm -hmm. putting it into their life. I mean, I'm in, I'm on board. Um, so kind of like to go into a little bit more personal, like mm -hmm. just kind of like routine things. Are there things that you like to keep? I know you're a physical person. Mm -hmm. You want to probably work out, but it's like, is there anything else? Meditation? Do you mm -hmm. like to do or anything like that? Absolutely. So I, my morning routine includes meditating, journaling. I like to get some reading in as well. Sweet. Hiking is a big deal or just being outside. Like sure. I feel the most connected when I'm outside just because yeah. I like the fresh air. And where we live, it's great because when the sun rises, even in the summertime, I don't get direct sunlight for until like eight or nine. Nice. So I can go at like 6 a.m. and it's still pretty shaded. There you go. Um, so that's my routine there. Uh, working out is a non-negotiable. As I say, I work out during vacation. I work out all the time. It's my way to just keep myself sane. For sure. Um, really big into podcasts oh you are <laughs> now you're talking my yes. language i am however a true con a true crime podcast it's okay i'm i everyone has their category i have no judgment here yes. you do you girl i i definitely have my favorites of uh the true crime as yes. well um what was it the x actually true crime podcast yeah, the true, name of it yeah, yeah that one's my favorite murder Oh yes, I mm -hmm. and that group. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh! Oh, they're killing it. That exactly group right. is killing it on top of their fandom, like the yeah. the the people who like love that. Because so this is how crazy. I went to these these posters that mm -hmm. you'll see. These are part of a podcast um, that they do movie trivia. Okay. And so they let uh, the listeners be a part or the people who come to the show be a part of the show by mm -hmm. letting the players choose from the posters. Oh. And we went to the show and we were like, choose us, choose us. So yeah. we didn't get picked, unfortunately, yeah. but That's we had fun awesome. making the, the, the posters. And, yeah. and it's an involvement period of like just trying to get people involved in your podcast. 
Mm-hmm. That group, that my favorite. Exactly right is what it's called. Yeah. And it was just like, I went to a podcast uh, like a convention. There was oh, yeah. a group of podcasts over at LA mm-hmm. and uh, they were there. Mm-hmm. And compared to a lot of the other podcasts, their group was massive. Yeah. Like it's just junkies. International. Like, yeah. People into it. And I'm just yeah. like, they're like, they have... I asked some of them, like, are you here for any other podcasts? Like, are you here? Some of them said yes, but most of them are like, no, we're here for mm-hmm. this. And I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. The true, the true crime fans yeah. are always and fun. And they have other stuff, too. But, uh, yeah, that's that yeah. was one. But that's that's helpful. Also, like, Audible's. Oh, I've nice. It's interesting because I read, I used to hate reading. <laughs> so I'm author. the same way. That's This is why I like asking people who are Audible. So is it worth the membership? Yes. Like, yes. Okay. Yes. So you probably read more now than you did before. Yes. Well, I should say, I should have a disclaimer there because I was in the car so much. Yes. There you go. So now yeah. I'm not, but I ended up reading a really great book. I have this thing. If someone tells me to read something, I'll either read it or listen to it because yeah. I feel like that's a sign I need to read it. Yeah. Someone's like, you should read this. So uh, it was David Goggins, You Can't Hurt Me. And I, my best friend bought me the copy. She's like, nice. you need to read this. I'm sending you a copy. I heard so many good things about <sighs> David. And I get so many people who are professionals that read David's mm-hmm. book that mm-hmm. promote it or just really encourage people yeah. to read it. I read the hard copy and now I read hard copy books. Oh, really? I okay. There you, you go. So feel pretty good about that. Nice. Um, nighttime routine is my husband and I eat dinner together. We usually watch some show, whether it's a true crime show nice. or some silly reality TV. And then we have dessert every night. Um, yes, we're very balanced. And I go to sleep at 830. I'm a beautiful early riser, early to bed, and I am very big on sleep. There That's probably go. the biggest part of my routine. Is that eight hours, eight nine hours? hours? Okay, mm-hmm. there you go, eight hours. Yes. I wish I could say I'm big well, on sleep, but six month old, yeah. is, he's got his own plans for me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have dogs now oh, with nice. the monsoons. Oh, last yes, night, last I'm, night I just. Have, I can't mm-hmm. imagine. Well, you have dogs too. I mean, yeah. yeah, we have a little. We have one, and then the cats too. And like, man, everyone was up last night. Up Definitely and shaking. In yes, my house. shaking. Yes. I didn't use my weighted blanket on the dogs, and Uh-oh. it was really helpful. That's okay. I gotta, I gotta get one. She yeah. has um, this wrap up vest, the but it's mm-hmm. not weighted, so it's like it's just something to help her. Coat. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you this towards the I, I like to ask leaning towards the end here is the future stuff and mm-hmm. kind of looking and goal setting and things like that. I don't know if you're a particular goal setter. Some people are. Some people aren't to each their own. Um, what do you see coming out of not only the book, but let's let's move a little bit forward. You know, is there another book? Is there something else in the mind going up there? You're in my head. <laughs> so I have a lot going on. Awesome. Um, so my coaching, I am now found a, a founder of two lifestyle coaching nice. businesses. The first is the Mindset of Matter, which is nutrition, fitness, and body image and emotional eating support. Nice. Okay. I like that. Because, right, it's we can give anyone a meal plan and, and yeah. some workouts, but if they don't deal with what's in their mind, they're never going to like the mirror. And that's my motto. What you say in your mind, you see in the mirror. And I like that, I like that you're doing... Um, I like that mental aspect just because, you know, 
I agree with you. And if I can interject with my own the situation, there for me, it's like, yeah, I can, um, as a male too, it's like, you know, I know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I know that the food that I eat and that the exercise that I get, these things envelop my overall health and right. life and things like that. It's the mental part. Like, I feel like, yeah, that's where I lack a lot of mental strength and things like that, where it's like, yeah, getting up in the morning or whatever that is, whatever that aspect is, like, I really do feel like that mental part is where I need to work on most. And that's where my weakness is. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, males have it, females have it, everyone has it. And it's just one of those things like, yeah, I like that approach Mm -hmm. of that mental aspect. Yeah. And so just building that community as well as Ignite Ambition, which has been my coaching company for many years now. Um, It's really developed into dating and relationship coaching, mostly premarital. And so um, just building the community there. Mm -hmm. And for the book, I'm, I'm, this is just the beginning. The next book is Don't Hold Their Boogies. It'll be an illustrated rhyming book for kids. Nice. About boogers. (laughs) And then Don't Hold Their Poop will evolve into a series. Don't Hold Their Poop in Marriage. Don't Hold Their Poop as Parents. Don't Hold Their Poop in Workplace. Nice. So my goal for this book is to become the chicken soup for the soul, don't sweat the small stuff type of series. Love it. Um, Because it's only, you know, it's less than 60 pages. It's an easy read and it also doubles as a workbook. Absolutely. Uh, And so... You know, the idea is quick, easy, fundamentals, things you can use on the fly, or at least remember in those moments when someone's screaming at you, like, yeah. that's not mine, that's theirs. Yeah. I need to flush them away. Which exactly. Boom. Yeah. I really do love the, the, the branding, like the poop, like aspect. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you, was there a point? Mm-hmm. I know that you want to say... Like, oh, yeah. yeah, like I know there, at one point it's it was there. don't hold their sh- yes, <laughs> yeah. Well, in in therapy with the kids, of course, it's yeah. like, why would you hold their, sh-? you know, because yeah. they want to cuss. Um, yes, but you know, you want to be marketable, to- marketable, <laughs> PG, PG, got it. Pussy. No, I know, I know, it's, it's in there, but it has like yeah. a uh, asterisk or yeah. something. But that's why we asked the question because I want, I know, I know, oh, I know in the back of my head, you like dealing with teenagers, they want to say no, that. Yeah. And I just like, they say everything. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we're reaching the end here. So again, I really do appreciate you coming in ZJ. It was way fun to get to know you and just get to know the book a little bit better. Um, I just really do appreciate a lot of the things that you kind of bring to the table as far as an owner and as an individual. So continue forward. I have nothing but good thoughts and best wishes for you and your businesses. Um, before we go, we kick it off to you to let everyone know where they can find you online, all of the social media handles, everything. So go right ahead. Okay. Get a pen. No. <laughs> so Instagram is that's not my poop at that's not my poop. You can also purchase the book at that'snotmypoop.com and or Amazon. If you're local, we do prefer that'snotmypoop.com. Um, for my mindset and manner, you can find me at, at the real Mrs. Hathaway. And for Ignite Ambition, Ignite Ambition Life Coaching on Instagram. 
Boom. Yes. And with that, we say goodnight to all of you listening. But before we go, you can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So all of our social media handles are Finding Arizona Podcast. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you let us know who you want in next. We will try to make that happen. We're an open door policy. And if you would like, there is a place for you to go check out. It is called Patreon.com slash FindingArizonaPodcast. That is where you can go become a super fan. We have bonus content there ready for you and waiting so good night everybody we will catch you on the next one kisses hugs and belly rubs <laughs> bye, bye.